Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for tuning in to the Destination Devi Injury Pod. I'm your host, Jeff Mueller, Doctor of Physical Therapy. Their injury reports keep getting longer and longer, and we're in the midst of navigating bye weeks too, so good luck out there. As always, I'd encourage you to relentlessly work the trade market and obtain higher value for players who are now temporarily in starting roles due to injuries. I know it's always tempting to hold players because of perceived new value, but almost always that value tanks back down to where they were before. So just get that value in now. Before diving in, I'd love to ask that if you enjoy this content, please retweet and share the link to the pod. It helps to build an audience and helps Destination Devi, and I thank you. Okay, let's dive into this week's injuries. Quarterback, Jameis Winston, um, he's still dealing with the back injury and the ankle sprain. He's listed as questionable, although Andy Dalton has already been named starter for this week. Now, I would expect a Week 7 return for Jameis Winston, uh, and that should help the entire offense. I would sit Andy Dalton this week again. Dak Prescott, he has been ramping up reps. He's not ready this week. I would expect one to two more weeks just working through some accuracy issues, uh, swelling, pain. I think he's almost there, so expect a, a return soon for Dak Prescott. Mac Jones, he's been coming off that ankle sprain. He was able to get uh, limited practices in three times this week, and his list is questionable. If I were to guess, he won't play, but keep an eye on that status. Um, if he does play, I would still sit him, unless it's it's two quarterback and you just don't have anybody else. Russell Wilson, as we know, he's been uh, dealing with this new lat strain. He should play. Uh, the team is expecting him to play, and I saw some video. He looks pretty decent throwing the ball, um, possibly leading to some less passing volume, you know, I would expect his accuracy to still be an issue, his efficiency to still be an issue, but uh, he should still play. Um, And and really long term, it really just depends on how his symptoms progress. If this injection he recently got helps, then I wouldn't expect them to shut him down at all this season. If the injection doesn't help, then he could be shut down for several weeks uh, just to let the lat strain heal, kind of like a Dak Prescott situation last year. So just keep a close eye on that. Um, For now, I think you can still start Cortland Sutton. Um, Outside of that, I'm just not sure for this offense outside of the running backs. Baker Mayfield, we already know he is listed as doubtful, but P.J. Walker has already been named starter for this week. He was able to get some practice in, though, so it seems like Baker might have a chance to come back soon. I would expect Baker to still be out next week, but uh, time will tell. And we just have to hope. Everyone pray, we all pray together that P.J. Walker gives Christian McCaffrey and D.J. Moore 10-plus targets each. 
Carson Wentz, we recently heard that he suffered a finger fracture on Thursday night. Um, with that, I would expect him to miss some time, at least at least a few weeks. Um, we'll just have to see what, I, I guess he's seeing a specialist, so we'll see hopefully a report soon on that. I know there are some people who want Sam Howell to start, but I would expect it to be Taylor Heineke. So um, if if you can pick him up in Superflex leagues, uh, he's probably roster already, but um, I would expect Heineke to be the leader of this team over the next couple weeks. Tua Tungavailoa, he uh, cleared concussion protocol. Now, this is a really interesting situation here. I, I think we start to see it. I, You know, I, I think we're seeing it mostly because it's Miami. Miami was the team that this whole controversy began with. I, hard to say if we'll see it with other teams out there. We'll just have to wait and see with any concussions out there. But Tua actually cleared concussion protocol, but has been listed as out for this week. So they're expecting a week seven return. I'm sure Miami is is basically saying, well, he cleared concussion protocol, but he didn't have time to prep with the offense. He didn't get any reps in this week with the first team. So we're just going to go with the guy who has. And I think it's I think it's a little political here on that end. He Typically what we see is once the quarterback clears concussion protocol, he slides right back into the starting role. So uh, I think that's what we're seeing here. Hopefully we don't see it with other teams. Also because we're, we're also seeing that same situation play out with Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater also cleared protocol. He, he actually, I saw a report, he never had symptoms um, pop up. So there should be theoretically no reason Bridgewater couldn't play. But again, they're going with Skylar Thompson. At running back, uh, first I wanted to touch on DeAndre Swift. Lions are on bye this week, but I would expect Swift to return for next week, um, a week seven return. So uh, just keep an eye out for that. Jonathan Taylor, he's been dealing with an ankle injury. He was a did not per- participate Wednesday and then got two limited practices in. I know the team is optimistic that he plays this week. For some reason, I have this weird gut feeling. You know, Frank Reich said there's, he, he specifically said, there's a chance JT plays. I the fact that he wasn't able to get a full practice in, um, the fact that Reich is saying there's a chance, not, yeah, we expect him to play, could be gamesmanship, but just keep a really close eye on this. Um, I, I have this weird gut feeling that JT may not play, so just keep a really close eye on that. If he does, you obviously still start him and just hope he doesn't get re-injured. James Conner, uh, he's been dealing with rib injury. He's already been listed as out, and then and I would expect, very similar to Alvin Kamara, uh, James Conner could return next week, possibly two weeks. Daryl Williams has already been listed as out as well. He's dealing with a more significant injury, an MCL sprain. He's probably out for two to four weeks. Um, highlighting them because this is this puts Eno Benjamin in a must-start situation. So I would play Eno Benjamin this week. You probably already are. Damian Harris, he's dealing with a hamstring strain. Surprisingly, he was able to get limited participations in um, the last two days of practice. And Lissa is questionable. I think it's less likely that he plays this week, but um, I, I actually anticipated him already being ruled out. So it's a good sign for his status that he's not listed as out yet. But if he plays, he's probably on very limited snaps. And um, you know the team, the team already signed uh, Kevin Harris off of the practice squad, so he's up there. They've made moves where they they're anticipating Harris being out. But either way, this is a must-start situation for Ramondre Stevenson. 
If Damian Harris does play, I would sit him. Melvin Gordon and Mike Boone, you know, this is a tough situation because they play Monday night. Melvin Gordon has been listed as questionable uh, with limited participations and with neck and rib sprain, rib injuries. You know, Gordon's been on the injury report for the last several weeks. He continues to play. He's doing well. I don't think we have to be concerned here. So I know there's always that risk with Monday night games. I would feel safe uh, playing Melvin Gordon. Mike Boone is the one I'm just not sure on. Boone looked pretty good with his snaps, uh, with his touches, and could be considered flex-worthy. But I know Latavius Murray is expected to be active, so we just don't know how that's, that role is going to play out uh, behind Melvin Gordon. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see. I wouldn't play Latavius Murray unless you're absolutely desperate or tanking. Uh, Mike Boone, I, I'm just not sure. He may, you know, there's a chance... Um, Especially in the receiving game, there's a chance that Boone carries flex-worthy status. So if you don't really have any good other good pivots, consider Boone as a flex status. Raheem Mostert, he's dealing with a knee sprain, but he has already um, told beat writers that he is expected to play. I think he's worth a flex start this week and just hope that he gets enough touches and is effective with those touches. He has a relatively good matchup. Tyrion Davis-Price, he's dealing with an ankle sprain. Uh, high ankle sprain, he was able to get full participations in all week. But, you know, with Jeff Wilson playing as well as he has uh, and Tevin Coleman coming off the streets and getting two touchdowns, I do think the Niners roll with Wilson and Coleman. I know last time we saw Tyrion Davis-Price, he saw, I believe, 14 touches, 14 carries. I don't think we see that this week. He probably doesn't see many touches, if any at all. So just keep him on the bench. Um, I would expect the Niners to play mostly Wilson and Coleman. Cam Akers, this is a really interesting situation. Uh, we've seen a couple of reports where, you know, he's already been listed as out. They have the bye week next week. Sean McVay has said this is uncharted territory, whatever that means. There's speculation that Cam Akers has requested a trade. There's speculation that the Rams are trading him for a running back upgrade. Um, there's speculation that McVay told Akers that he's benched. You know, we just don't know what's going on here. Not great, but either way, this week, Daryl Henderson becomes a must-start. It's probably going to be mostly him. Malcolm Brown is in there to ruin the day, obviously, but um, I would probably just play Daryl Henderson here. At wide receiver, Tyreek Hill, he had been dealing with a foot injury and was spotted in a boot. He has been fully cleared. He's good to go. I would start him. Just don't expect too much with Skylar Thompson at quarterback still. Cooper Cup, he's dealing with a foot injury, foot sprain. He's listed as questionable. He got a did not did not participate and then two limited practices in. Sean McVay has already said he'll play. It's Cooper Cup. If he's active, you play him. CeeDee Lamb, he popped up on Friday's injury report with a hip injury, did not practice, and listed as questionable. I do think this is kind of a smoke screen, somewhat of a load management. We know Lamb has been running a crazy amount of routes, snaps. Um, his GPS, he already talked about this. His workload has been very high. I think this is load management, and we shouldn't be concerned. So um, you should feel safe uh, playing C.D. Lamb this week. Just keep a really close eye on the injury, or the uh, active and active list on Sunday. T. Higgins, he's dealing with that ankle sprain. He got uh, two did-not-participates and then a limited practice in on Friday. His list is questionable. I have this gut feeling that he sits. I, I don't think, you know, he tried playing last last week. He only played, I want to say, 10 or 12 snaps or so, and then didn't play the rest of the game. 
Um, I, I would bank on the Bengals just sitting him, letting him get close to 100%. If Higgins is active, I would sit him just in case as a risk play. If Higgins is inactive, I think this makes Tyler Boyd a pretty intriguing play this week. Keenan Allen, he has been dealing with that hamstring strain. Tough call again because it's Monday night. Given those variables and the fact that you, there's usually a, around a 15 to 20% production reduction in the first game back, uh, 12 to 15% for hamstrings, um, I would sit Keenan Allen. It's Monday night. If you have a, a player that you know is going to play for sure on Sunday, I would just play that player over Keenan Allen. Hopefully Keenan can return this week, not get re-injured, and then give us production next week. Rashad Bateman, he's already been listed as out. Again, I think he's dealing with this Liz Frank low-grade sprain, midfoot sprain. Um, I would expect another one to two weeks, so just keep a close eye on that. But again, it keeps Devin DuVernay in a pretty intriguing play for flex. Michael Thomas, he's already been listed as out with a toe injury, turf toe. I believe this is three weeks now. I would expect him back soon, probably next week. So just keep an eye on that. Jarvis Landry, he has been finally ruled out. He's been dealing with an ankle sprain the last couple weeks. Um, so I think the team has just given him, he must have had a little bit of a setback or they just want to get him as close to 100% as possible so it stops lingering for him. The other the other variable here too is, you know, Chris Olave is still in concussion protocol. Um, it seems like he's trending upwards. He was a full participation on Friday. I think it really just depends on if he shows up um, over the weekend and has no symptoms pop up. If that's the case, he likely gets cleared, and then you can play him. But just keep a close eye on his status. I, I think, again, with all these weapons out, it keeps Taysom Hill as a very intriguing option for tight end or flex. Um, Tyler Lockett, he was listed on the injury report as a midweek addition for the hamstring strain, but he's actually been taken off the injury report, so he should be safe to start. Christian Watson, he's been dealing with his own hamstring injuries as well. Uh, he's already been listed as out. Matt LaFleur has already said, too, that they're, the team is strongly considering shutting Christian Watson down for several weeks just because he's already been dealing with a long history of hamstring strains uh, so far in his NFL career. So there, there's a chance they put him on IR. Uh, there's a chance that he's just out for several weeks. Not that you're starting him for fantasy anyways, but, uh, yeah, just – just keep an eye on his status for the other uh, wide receivers as well for the Packers. Jacoby Myers, he has been dealing with this knee injury. It keeps lingering. It keeps uh, hindering him. You know, he played really well last week. He got three limited participations in all week, and his list is questionable. I, I, I think he's going to play this week. If he's active, you play him. He's definitely flex-worthy given the volume he'll probably see. And thankfully, it's a 10 a.m. game, so you'll be able to see if he is active or not. Um, if he's not active, that means he had a little setback and he could miss several weeks, but I have this gut feeling that he's going to be active, so keep an eye on that. Zay Jones, he's listed as questionable with that ankle sprain. Um, kind of similar situation where he's just been on the report for several weeks. He's, he's lingering. It's bothering him. Um, he wasn't able to get a full participation in. I think Zay Jones does play this week. Now, Marvin Jones, on the other hand, uh, Marvin Jones popped up on the injury report on Friday with a hamstring strain, uh, downgraded, and there's, uh, there's some concern there that he's not able to play this week. So keep an eye on Marvin Jones' status. If he's out, Jamal Agnew becomes a pretty intriguing option. And then if Zay Jones is also out, if both Zay Jones and Marvin Jones miss, it definitely puts 
Jamal Agnew on the map. So keep a close eye on their statuses on Sunday morning. Isaiah McKenzie, he's been cleared from his concussion. Uh, that means no more, uh, well, not necessarily a lot of snaps for Khalil Shakur. Shakur probably sees some snaps, but he is no longer playable. McKenzie becomes uh, a pretty intriguing flex option, just given how much volume he does see when he plays. So McKenzie at least gives you some boom-bust potential there. At tight end, Dawson Knox, he got limited participations in all week, but he is expected to play. Knox, you know, given his production, I would sit him. He may wind up getting a touchdown payoff for you, but, but given volume and all that, I would sit Dawson Knox for now, plus re-injury risk. Kyle Pitts, he's been dealing with that hamstring strain. Uh, he is expected to play. He wasn't able to get a full participation in, but the team expects him to play. I would sit him this week, unfortunately. I know, I know how good he is, um, but again, looking at how the Falcons are using him, also the limitations of Marcus Mariota, they're not asking him to throw very much. The volume's down, um, the routes are down, so and and a tough matchup against the Niners. So I would sit, unfortunately, Kyle Pitts this week. Darren Waller, he's dealing with that hamstring strain. Uh, keep an eye on his status. You know, the Raiders are on bye this week, uh, but he may wind up missing, depending on his status over the next week, he may wind up missing a week or two. So keep an eye on him. Uh, going back to for this week, Pat Fryermuth, he's already been ruled out with a concussion. He's a really intriguing case. You know, he's had three concussions over the last 12 months, so hopefully he doesn't miss too much time. We'll just have to watch his status and his ability to practice. It puts Zach Gentry sort of on the map, mostly if you're desperate at tight end. Uh, Gentry caught five, he had five receptions for 43 yards last week, but the Steelers threw it 52 times. You know, do they do they see do they have that much passing volume again this week? I'm not sure. Uh, they're playing the Bucks, so maybe. But I, I really wouldn't want to play Gentry unless you're absolutely desperate at tight end. Tyler Higby, he's dealing with an ankle sprain. Uh, similar situation to Cooper Cup. Did not participate, limited practice, and then limited practice. But McVeigh said he will play. So just keep a, an eye on his status. If he's active, I, I think you can play him at tight end. Dalton Schultz, he has been dealing with that knee injury. Uh, reportedly, he will play. He, I believe he got a full participation in on Friday. He's a risky play, though. It, this is now his second time he's re-aggravated his knee or injured his knee. A uh, little re-aggravation to the PCL sprain last week. He's likely dealing with um, pain, instability, some swelling, and then there's risk for that happening any given route that he runs. So, And then if he's blocking, if he gets hit low, could, could wind up missing snaps. So I would sit Dalton Schultz this week and... Yeah, just play somebody else. All right, that covers all main injuries this week. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all of you. If you have any questions, please reach out in the Destination Devi Players Injuries channel and then follow me on Twitter at jmthrivept for live updates as any injuries occur. And again, if you do enjoy this content, please retweet the, uh, the link and share on Twitter. And thank you and good luck this week.